there is like such beautiful, magical co-creation that gets to happen when we all decide to be in one space together. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, it's not random. We have all called each other forward because there's always going to be something in each other that's going to activate something within us. Mm-hmm. So you, you crying or you not being, or you bringing your fears or you bringing your mess or you bringing you in that moment that you're in is going to be healing for the entire circle. And the, the healing cannot happen the same way without you there. So it's beautiful and it's perfect. And it's the reason why you belong. We don't belong just in the perfect. It's in all of it, in your loudness, in your silence. You're always going to, rep- we're always going to represent a part of, of each other that's going to be called for. And that's the beauty of healing together. Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. Here you'll get to eavesdrop on connected women's conversations about self-love, confidence, healing, relationships, creativity, and more. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, and I am your guide to getting you grounded into your body, feeling your full spectrum of emotion, and expanding your fullest self-expression. I also pop in here from time to time with solo episodes where I give you tips, tricks, and resources like meditations, visualizations, and all the things to get you grounded, to get you to feel, to get you to alchemize, and to get you to expand and express yourself fully. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I invite you to now put your hands on your heart, take a deep breath, set a tone for how you want to be as you show up for this podcast, take what resonates in this podcast, leave out what doesn't resonate, and take some time to reflect and to contemplate. And if there's anything in the podcast you want to chat about, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome to another episode of Openly Spoken. I just got off of this beautiful, wonderful call with Beatriz Soto. I am so excited to share this with you. We actually went into our call together without a set topic, and we just kind of started chatting and seeing what was alive in us. And then I was like, we could have recorded all of this. Let's hit record. And we took a lot of beautiful spirals in this conversation and it all beautifully went down to this one core of presence, surrender and love and how we can use those three things to feel into the knowing that we belong everywhere. We belong in every room that we step into and everything that comes up within us belongs, whether it's joy, whether it's sadness, whether it's Uh, bliss or anger it all belongs everything belongs it's all one and all of that beautiful yeah all that beautiful stuff that's kind of the central core and piece to all of this and so I love how this is like an organic conversation so go ahead and grab something cozy to drink something cozy to wear and 
you get to eavesdrop on a conversation with two aligned sisters, and I'm going to introduce you a little bit more to Beatrice before we start. So Beatrice brings her gifts into the world as a modern medicine woman through soul purpose, wealth generation, and being an inner, inner wisdom activator. She says that she is a sparkle of deep joy, and I totally second that, <laughs> and that she brings a playful, spicy, and sweet holy wisdom to the world. I totally second that as well. I'm like smiling as I record this. And Beatrice's mission is to remind you of your freedom, your love, your expression, your soul remembrance, and your heart liberation. I am so excited and grateful that you're here listening to this episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Let us know how you liked this episode. If you enjoy it, go ahead and share it on your socials and tag me at selfexpressedbabe. There are also links in the show notes for you to find Beatrice, for you to find her Instagram and her website. And on her website, she has some free meditation. So I would run, not walk to that link. And if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. And yeah, let's get ready to dive right in, get yourself cozy. And without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah. And you know, one of the reasons why I didn't want to put like a title or like a, like a subject, it's because I feel like something that's keeping us in the struggle of flowing in life and really um, just the understanding of the subtleties of everything is because we keep separating everything and we keep compartmentalizing everything. Like, this is that, and that is that, and self-love is this, and money is that, and business is that. And it's like, mm -hmm. everything is a part of everything. So yeah. if, if we were to just put a title on what we're going to talk about today or what wants to come through today, then we're separating everything that gets to come with it mm. because everything gets to come with it because life is like that, right? It's messy and it's all of it at the same time and it's freaking overwhelming, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes mm. me think of um, this one book that Chelsea recommended in Medicine Muse, which was mm -hmm. um, Busting Loose from the Money Game. Of mm. someone calling me. Uh, Busting Loose from the Money Game. And it was technically, oh, you have it right <laughs> next to you. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading it crazy. too. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Mm -hmm. But, I love how it's like labeled as a mindset. I mean, as a money mindset book, but it's, in my opinion, a book about how everything works. Mm, it's, exactly. an, it's an embodiment book too. Like the word embodiment isn't in that book at all, but it's an embodiment mm -hmm. book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. And that's also what I really love about, I kind of feel like, something that's been really showing up for me is this like I told you when I ever travel to Mexico or when I ever travel to these places that hold so much energetics around 
the spiritual community and where everybody's at and where everybody's doing their work and where everybody like where the spiritual community just gets together and amplifies this kind of energy for me there's a certain level of illusion that gets amplified in what we see in these spaces or what we think these spaces are about um and for me this book is also very much about that it's about the illusions and shedding those illusions and really coming to that to that place of of what's true for you mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i i haven't even gotten to half of the book <laughs> so i'm missing like the juiciest part but yeah i'm excited yeah yeah that book i feel like really what as i was reading it i feel like it really plugged me into the present moment because mm. it talks about how like your consciousness is creating everything that you see mm. every blade of grass like i remember while i was reading it i took a break and i went for a walk and like i didn't need music or a, a podcast in my ears or i don't even think i took my phone and i was just walking around in wonder like oh <laughs> my consciousness made these clouds and 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 this dog walking by and like just i was just like amazed by everything around me <laughs> mm, yes i love that and i love that you mentioned presence because as i was getting to as i was getting ready to sit here and and, and co-create with you one of the things that like when i thought okay what are we going to talk about one of the things that came through for me was how i feel such at peace in my life and how everything just keeps coming in the easiest way because i've been more present than ever without mm. judging anything that happens just witnessing mm. in in me it's like i remember i was walking i was recently in turkey in cappadocia this amazing i think it's a town i'm going to say town sorry for my ignorance but it's small <laughs> <laughs> but i was walking through these streets and it literally felt i, I I'm usually those kind of people that have no orientation skills so I can get lost around the corner of my own home <laughs> but I got lost in these streets and I it literally felt as if Google Maps was just showing me a way and the streets got closed off and it's like not this way and then another street got closed off and I was completely lost using Google Maps so I put it down and I'm like I'm just going to follow the streets to see where they lead me and i'm going to be completely present in this moment and just let the streets lead me mm. and take me where they want to take me mm. without the without the mind being like i need to be somewhere else or i need to be doing this or so i just completely let go and i started just experiencing so much aliveness and i experienced you know the chanting of um the prayer through the speaker phone or the megaphone on the church and i found these beautiful stores that i went in and just got really caught up in the in the artistry of the handcraft and of the people and Ooh. it just felt magical mm -hmm. and i feel like if we let go of that resistance of we're meant to go here and we're called to go this way without mm -hmm. having the mind pull us to what should be or what i know or what that is when we get to experience that peace mm -hmm. of of experiencing the beauty and the artistry and the magic of life i feel mhm mm um so true mm and like allowing yourself to feel whatever comes up in that moment cuz i remember you posting about that on your instagram mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. you were sharing how a, a little part of you like was a little scared because you're like, oh, is this safe? And you were kind of like reminded about the neighborhoods that, that you grew up in and stuff like that. Mm. So I'd love to know like what, what happens for you in the present moment when you felt that fear, like how did you hold it and continue to keep your eyes open to the magic mm. around you? Mm. I love that question. I feel like, okay, something happened before this event it's it's a com- this is the beauty of being present it's a combination of everything that culminated into that moment it wasn't just that moment mm. from the moment that we got into that airbnb i was sharing that airbnb with two more people and i was the only one who kept every time we would leave somewhere i would close my bag and i would lock it and i would really <laughs> make sure <laughs> i would really make sure yeah. that the house that the house was locked and i would really make sure that the key was hidden I was mm. the only one who was worrying about this because I had that mm. in my system. Yeah. And so the two other people that I was sharing the home with were like, relax, nothing's going to happen. We're good. We're in like the safest place that we could ever be in. And I'm like, you don't know this place. How do you know that? You know how <laughs> there's no pre there's no previous experience that would lead you to that, but just that belief, yeah. like we were talking before, we have that power to really decide what comes into our field and what doesn't, which is what you were talking about. Our consciousness keeps creating Mm -hmm. the reality. So if I'm in that state of nothing's going to happen and I started just letting my mind kind of slowly unplug from the memories of unsafety. Mm. And I decided, okay, I said, you know what? This is the day I start to surrender. And I left my bag open. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I went on and sometimes I would, my mind would take me back to the bag and I'm like, no, it's okay. And if something were to happen, then spirit fucking lead me to where I need to be led because then there's something there for me to learn. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, So it was that first lesson that came through the people who lived with me. And then there was another moment I experienced, I don't know if you know David Lyon, but he was in the retreat that I was at, that we were co-creating. And he did this hypnosis, um, you know, workshop, I'm going to say it for the lack of a better word, but he did hypnosis on all of us. And he kind of started tuning into who was, you know, feeling ready to, to really be completely you know, taken to the depth of what hypnosis is. And I remember the first exercise that he did was just like, make us put our fingers together like this. And he just started giving us instructions, like slowly your fingers are going to start to come come closer. And you're going to feel like there's like, they're pulling towards each other. And I remember, I didn't feel that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. My fingers are very separate from each other. And then he (laughs) came by and he started like creating a little knot around them and pulling like an energetic string. And they started coming together. And I realized at that moment, he said something and he said, let this, it was something around, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember very well, but it was something around, let this be something you feel. You know, like, let this be something that your body leads you to. Let your body feel this Mm. experience. 
Mm. And at that moment, I let my mind go Mm. and my fingers started coming together because it felt like that. So it was the moment that I released that piece of resistance that my mind was creating that I started to feel the pull. Yeah. And so again, it was a surrender, let the the mind go from, from the belief that that's not happening let your body be the one who feels and guides. And so when I was walking through those dark streets, at first it was my mind taking me to those past experiences. And my mind was activating my body into the fight or flight. But when I remembered, I'm going to surrender because I have that full power and knowledge that nothing is going to hurt me because I claim that it is so, and therefore it is so. And I just started walking and I was yeah. led by the magic of whatever happened afterwards. And it led to the most amazing story that I could have written in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so fun to surrender and allow yourself to walk through life or even a physical city. I used to uh, live in New York City and uh, I lived in Brooklyn and I would take the train to Manhattan on my days off. And I would just like walk. And if I was walking straight and the crosswalk was red, then I'm like, all right, I'm going to turn this way. Like I would allow the city to, to guide me. And um, similar to you, I remember I would think about like, oh, isn't New York dangerous? Like, isn't, isn't it possible like turn a corner and something bad will happen? And really like with being present, I feel like that's being present is like the ultimate protection because you can sense and like you can sense when something like you can sense when you're like all right I need to cross the street because something over here I don't know what it is but my body feels it you know it's definitely a body sensation thing the intuition exactly and um it's such a fun way to discover new things you know and Mm -hmm. in my opinion like in 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 doing that I remember I would discover like a basket weaving store where all the things are made by hand or like a crystal shop. And I would just be like, wow, I just ended up here. Like out of all places, the city led me here to a place of something that I'm like interested in. Like I didn't end up in a finance bookstore. Mm, (laughs) Like I ended up... (laughs) ended up being somewhere that's like aligned with me and like a part of my a part of our journeys when we're when we're in these journeys of just like expanding liberating ourselves opening up to love all the things self-development and having a positive impact on the world it's like every little breadcrumb leads to like a whole loaf of bread I guess <laughs> to follow yeah. the breadcrumb thing <laughs> exactly yes I love that I love that you shared that because that's exactly it it's it's what you said it's it's that the energy that leads you and it's the body without the mental fears or tricks saying don't do this because this or that or you know the fear creeping in or whatever may come in from the mind but when you're really present and you can really feel your body you'll feel that energetic pull towards you know what's what's meant for you and what's calling you to that next experience that you really are eager to experience, you maybe just don't know it yet because you're suppressing it with so many shoulds and woulds and mm-hmm. shoulda, coulda, woulda. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and that's a big piece too. Like we are conditioned to operate as if we're mental beings when there's so many different like pieces to what it is to be human mm. and um, the mental side and the thinking and, and even like the doing, like, let me just think and do things and be busy mm. that like t- disconnects us from feeling essentially mm. from feeling from surrendering my cat keeps jumping up and she I wants, love it she wants pets but I can't touch her because I just put flea medication on her neck <laughs> so I can't touch her so poor Aww. thing she's like please touch me <laughs> I know with, I know maybe with a feather or something <laughs> no touch is your love language <laughs> mm. she wants to be with us we need to see what <laughs> cat medicine is <laughs> <laughs> we gave her a bath yesterday and she absolutely Mm. hated it (laughs) Mm. isn't it that they hate water yeah she she hates water I I don't think all cats hate water but Mm. (laughs) I take her outside so she got fleas and she needed a bath but oh anyways (laughs) yeah but you know I really love that that we make her a part of this and that we don't have that resistance of let's push her off because this is part of integrating everything right because I Mm -hmm. I am I am the kind of human or people or or whatever entity (laughs) that loves to it's either I make sense of like I try to bring sense of everything or nothing at the same time it's like mm. everything is important, but at the same time, nothing is important. That's so it's true. like, <laughs> right, right. It's like everything is important to the, to, the, to the detail of, I love that your cat is walking around, feeling her energy and wanting to be part of this because then I go to, okay, what is cat medicine, medicine and what does mm. the cat represent? And then I want to bring that forward because it's part of the energy that's moving through us. And it's like, she's yeah. part of, our creation and the world so what is she here to say or you know I really mm-hmm. love bringing all these pieces like mm-hmm. we create this resistance and this shame or guilt or whatever when we want to push that off and it's like no get out get out of here we're recording a podcast and it's like she's part of the world she's part of us she's yeah it all yeah. gets to blend and merge <laughs> yeah I think that's mm-hmm. like the difference between um surrender and control you know, and with the control piece, there's kind of that little flavor of um, perfectionism. And uh, I definitely used to live there. And mm. on things like even this podcast, like I remember in the beginning of my podcasting journey, like I would prepare what I was going to ask ahead of time. I would send it to my guests and be like, this is what I'm going to ask you. And it was very much like we would talk about a question and then I would break the eye contact look at my my next question and it was just like there was no flow there Mm, and mm -hmm. with things like my cat or like even on client calls if like I got a knock on the door because there's a package like it's no problem to get up and get it real quick whereas before it's like oh I can't do that (laughs) Mm. like just yeah that surrender and allowing of everything to be able Mm to exist and not judging it exactly and I love that you mentioned this because um this weekend I spent a lot of time surrounded by children 
<laughs> and again, in the presence, you know, and being present and really noticing everything, I get to see these patterns, right? So I noticed that children, they really just move with the energy that's alive in them and they move towards the excitement. What's mm-hmm. exciting for me at this moment? And they move through that. And then I saw the parents like coming in and just grabbing the child and bringing the child back to where it, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and then the child would run back to that and it's like bringing it back and and it kept having that back and forth so there was no allowing of that full cycle of let the child move through this energy of excitement let it like experience whatever once you experience that once the child experiences that and just moves through that pathway it will have experienced it navigated it and there will be nothing new in that place so it will continuously look for something exciting and new. So that path will be already done. So just mm-hmm. let it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and also I was trying to like put a baby to sleep and it just, I saw that the baby was so tired and was just like hitting his face. Like I'm so tired, but the body was resisting the falling asleep. Mm. And it was just that resistance that kept causing the, um, the struggle and the mm. suffering and it's like so interesting I, how we do that as babies like from the beginning right, <laughs> right? it's like why why you know it's like it's it's the resistance that puts us in the in the struggling that maybe it's not even necessary um and then also i was talking to my mom and she's like i'm thinking about what to do should i write should i create jewelry should i go out and do something with and i'm like what excites you the most right now Because I remember the childlike energy, like remember Mm -hmm. to go back to that innocence of follow your excitement. I promise it will lead you to exactly what you're looking for. And and then it will be more in the next level and the next level. But because we're always suppressing and repressing that because of all the shoulds, Mm -hmm. then we're always frustrated because we've never navigated the excitement that we really want to experience and are curious about. Yeah, that's so true. And that's why it's so, it's hard to decide what to do when you're thinking like how your mom, when you're thinking of like, should I do jewelry? Should I write? Should I do this? Because I think a part of that um, resistance is like, whatever I pick now is what I have to do forever. Mm. But if you can have that surrender, if you can have that surrender, then you can allow like whatever you choose, whatever excites you now, like you said, it will always lead you to the next thing. Mm. Always. Like for, from my personal example, my throat is (laughs) Mm. opening up (laughs) something energetically here. (laughs) (laughs) It's opening up. What does she want to say? Um, from my experience, like something that always excited me as a kid was like drawing and art. And I followed that to college studying uh, fashion design. That's what my degree is. And, and I'm not using that degree at all, but it's totally okay because working in the fashion industry led me to yoga. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm stressed. Yoga is great for stress. And then like yoga completely changed my life, had a huge spiritual awakening and like my whole life like when I see like all right I followed this and like it always led to something that like I couldn't have planned for Mm. you really can't plan for these things no (laughs) no exactly 
Yeah, and I love that you shared that because it happens a lot when I look back, when I follow back the steps that I took to be here, I'm like, I would have never in a million years chosen to live where I live. And the most <laughs> interesting thing is that I I grew up in Ecuador, which is like all of this culture of the of the Indians and the Amazonians and very close to Peru and all that natural, real, deep, ancient wisdom. Mm-hmm. But I I was so I was in another place in my life. Of course, I was a child. I was a teenager. I was going through other things. <laughs> but then, but then I had to come to like Stockholm, so far away, to really go back to my roots and mm-hmm. rediscover that wisdom here, mm-hmm. because it wasn't about where I was living or what was around me. It was discovering it within me because I felt so separated from everything outside of me. Mm. and it's like I would have never planned that yeah yeah what did you um dream of doing when you were that age growing up in Ecuador um I knew I wanted to work with people and I I always liked singing singing has been like a passion of mine um so I was in between singing and psychology And I decided for psychology. Um, And then just psychology led me to human resources and the corporate world. And then one thing led to another. And again, like you say, a couple of years in a big company, I'm done. This is not my life. This is not for me. This is not what I'm here for. I need to unplug from these completely. And I traveled all across the world to Australia where I met my husband and then came here. So it's like, (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't have I couldn't have planned it if I would have yeah. planned it it wouldn't have been as good <laughs> yeah right yeah that's the thing there's always bigger plans and like whatever happens is for our highest good and we're always like supported to open up more as long as we have that piece of of surrender mm. you know because mm. I even mm. see in in people that I love in my family there's that resistance to surrendering and the mm. holding on to control, like the control contracts you and like mm. closes your vision. And like, you just see your problem right here. And right, and like you need that perspective of we live on a rock spinning around a ball of fire. Like we're mm. so small. Our problems, yes, our feelings are valid, but our problems are so tiny when you can really take a step back and see like what's actually true. Mm, yeah yeah and I feel like that's that has helped me that perspective that like higher vision has helped me to always be this positive happy mm-hmm. like being in a happy state or or in a yeah, positive same. state that that doesn't mean that I don't suffer that I don't have pain that I don't experience darkness or that I don't experience you know my shadows that doesn't mean that but it means that even in that moment I hold that higher vision for myself and I hold that higher power of remembering who I am in spite of that or Mm -hmm. and I feel like when we talk about surrender something that's really important for me in allowing myself to surrender is that deep trust in in myself Mm -hmm. Um, because even though I'm, uh, even though we're all in this together and I feel super held and I have 
a beautiful like family holding me um and a like a beautiful net holding me and supporting me at the end of the day i am the one who makes the decisions and at the end of the day i am the one who chooses and if i'm certain and i'm i have that trust in myself then whatever happens in that process of surrendering i know it's temporary i know it's for a cause i know it's going to lead me to something better i know mm-hmm. but i've ha- i've had to keep that that trust that it's all okay and mm-hmm. and i'm okay yeah mm. so beautiful mm. are there any things that like you had to do to be more comfortable with that cuz like you mentioned um in the post that we talked about earlier where in your city streets where you grew up that it wasn't always so safe so i'm sure there were some pieces um in your nervous system that maybe grew up not being used to surrendering but then mm. in your life you eventually learned the surrendering how did that how did that start to happen for you like what was that like little entry point Whoa. for you <laughs> um mm, I love this question because again it's for me it's it's like the compounding of everything um I can't say I can pinpoint that one moment where I'm like boom I'm confident but I will say that I always share this for me Sweden and my experience here has been the biggest challenge and the biggest gift that I could have been given from life to mm-hmm. put me in a place where where I was so confused about who am I what am I doing here um I don't understand the language I don't understand people people don't understand me I am this being who behaves completely different from what everybody is used to and I don't want to bring myself down because that's what I'm you know healing so it's like mm-hmm. I was I was put back in a position where I had to face all of my childhood wounds mm-hmm. but as a grown woman that's been moving through self development and through self love and Oof. I've chosen so, my body <laughs> mm, so it it was like the ultimate it was like the ultimate teaching where i remember i had my akashic records read one year or the second year i was here and i'm like am i meant to be here i don't think i want to live here and the woman said to me you will never feel at home unless you come home to you like mm. you need to build your home here otherwise anywhere will not feel at home like you won't find that anywhere And so I remembered like okay there's no sunlight bring the sun within myself. Um what is it that I like why am I separating myself from the people? Why am I bringing myself to be misunderstood? Like again it's these stories that we create of who we are. So I had to like reinvent myself from a place of what really brings me home. Mm. And so I hired a, a my first ever coach and i started creating um workshops i had no idea what i was doing and i would just sit there in a 
room full of women completely trusting me. And I was like, let's do this, baby. Like I chose this, you know? And again, that trust in myself. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm surrendering to whatever is happening, but I trust that that what I'm going to give you is going to be potent and powerful because I know. So it's that trust and that knowing that just starts slowly creating the experiences and creating kind of rebuilding your experiences of trust and confidence between yourself and your relationship with people and yourself and your relationship with the work that you do and yourself and your relationship with money. So it was Mm -hmm. like recreating my experiences with everything from zero. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Mm. I I love that little emphasis at the end there was like that everything is essentially about relationships. Mm. Everything really is. It's all relationships. And um, I think that's a very important piece to look at when we are kind of like oriented on a goal to see like, instead of focusing on, I'm going to make X amount of money this month is, is like peeling the layer back and realizing like, it's all about relationships. So if I do want to make X amount of money this month, what are the connections to put in place? Where is that? Like, where can I give love? Where can I be in connection with other people? Because that's where it's going to come from. And making that, I think making that the focus can also, like you said, bring up, like you'll end up in a space where you have to face all your childhood wounds because our parents are our very first relationships So if there's something there that's unresolved, we're going to project that into our relationships with everything, with Mm. money, with people, with how we uh, clean our home, like with absolutely everything. Mm. And it's such a freeing experience to, as an adult, go back and kind of like do some clearing on it you know because because when we're kids we don't understand we don't understand like oh um for example let's say you mentioned that you liked singing let's say when you were a teenager or maybe even 10 let's say you had like a singing performance at your school and your mom couldn't come because a family member ended up in the hospital and like she was there, but like a 10 year old would make it mean, Oh, mom didn't come. She doesn't love me. And then when you're an adult, you can go back to those experiences and be like, this is what actually happened. And it kind Mm -hmm. of just like, it kind of like takes that blind, (laughs) those blinders off. And you're like, Whoa, (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. And it like changes everything in like a snap. Mm-hmm. And I love that you mentioned that because um, as I as I move through and start peeling some layers and I discover these layers, I have this beautiful relationship with my parents and my sister, and we really love to talk about these things. So sometimes I go back and I ask them, like, is like, is it was it this way that happened? Am I remembering? And they're like, No, that was not. Those are not. Those are not facts. <laughs> and I'm like, All right. <laughs> good to know <laughs> it was like a complete story that I had made and it's super interesting mm-hmm. how our mind just like when there's a when there's a, a hole 
or a gap, it just like starts creating a connection just to make sense of something. And it's like, yeah, no, that wasn't, that wasn't what happened. Yeah. Um, but also something very beautiful as you were talking about, you know, the process of re, re healing those relationships, something that was very beautiful that has helped me heal my relationship with a partner because I, when I met my husband, I had recently kind of fled what was a, to- what, what, a what a toxic relationship, like it mm. was for me, a toxic relationship. And I had like fled it and I met him and I started this, this relationship thinking that I was completely clear of mm. all those patterns. <laughs> and he had to deal with the whole process of me unplugging from those patterns and reconnecting to new patterns and it was super challenging and it was super scary and it was chaotic and it was messy but the fact that he always held our relationship with so much trust and love and and just the deep knowing that it's us for life like this is us and I got you and yes you need to be careful with what you say and what you do but love, when you hold your process, when you hold your, your journey with love and compassion, then anything in between gets to happen. And it's okay. Yeah. And it can be chaotic. It can be messy. But it's going to be wonderful at the end when you, when you get to the plugging into the new kind of energy. But love is key in this journey mm-hmm. for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. We love your husband here. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and that's mm. such a beautiful example of how we can also like heal through relationships. I have a similar, uh, like I resonate with that a little bit as well, because my husband as well, like just holds whatever is there. And um, it's especially important when they've gone through their own stuff as well and um, maybe have a little bit more emotional intelligence or like they, they just get it. They're like, yeah, I've been through this too. You'll be fine. I'm here for you, like whatever you need. Mm. And um, yeah, it's very, very healing to, to receive that because that's what unconditional love is. It's like, mm. it's the, the message of like, you belong here no matter what you belong here. Mm. and like with what you were saying even before with being in Sweden and and separating yourself from the other people because it's just a new culture it's different that that's the other like kind of message of I don't belong here but really when we can come to a space of surrender we can realize the truth that like we belong in every room that Mm. we walk into we belong in every country that we visit. We belong on every street or sidewalk we walk down. We belong everywhere because we're we're here. We're alive. We exist. Right. We wouldn't be here otherwise. Mm. You know? Mm. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do. And even, even my mind is going a little deeper with Mm. it like you know we belong here because like all the elements that make up our body 
you know, the, the, mm. the calcium, the uh, whatever other chemicals make up our body. <laughs> Water. <laughs> Water, exactly. <laughs> oh. All of those things have existed since the beginning of the universe. Mm. Like even this water in my cup is like eons old like because it just keeps recycling and recycling same with the with our bodies with the matter that makes up our bodies with our souls Mm. it just like we're meant to be here because we're a part of the whole and Mm. we always have been Mm. Mm. and I love that you said that because one of the things that keeps coming back whenever I hold a circle with women or retreats. There's always someone who feels a little less belonging Mm. or less worthy of being or less. And there's always someone coming saying like, I don't feel worthy of being here because I see everybody so embodied and I feel so behind. Or I feel like um, everybody's so progressed in their journey and here I am being a mess and crying about everything Mm. or I feel the fear of speaking what I have to say because I don't think it's going to resonate with the group but in that belonging that you mentioned there's something there's a simplicity that I feel like I want to just remind everybody that is about there is a there is like such beautiful um magical co-creation that gets to happen when we all decide to be in one space together yeah (laughs) it's not like it's not random we have all called each other forward because there's always going to be something in each other that's going to activate something within us Mm-hmm. So you, you crying or you not being, or you bringing your fears or you bringing your mess or you bringing you in that moment that you're in is going to be healing for the entire circle. And mm-hmm. the, the healing cannot happen the same way without you there. So it's beautiful and it's perfect. And it's the reason why you belong. We don't belong just in the perfect healing. Here I am. I'm going to give you love and healing and all the things. Yeah. It's in all of it, in your loudness, in your silence. You're always going to, rep- we're always going to represent a part of, of each other that's going to be called for. And that's the beauty of healing together mm-hmm. and, and creating these circles and these retreats and these moments where we really go deep into healing together because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. In you healing your wound, I get to ungrave uh, is that what you say mine and bring it up and heal it along yeah 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 Mm. and that's like the ultimate rebellion because everything in the modern world in media like tells us we only belong if we look a certain way if we Mm. have a certain job if we have a certain income so it's and, and also it like separates people from each other so it's the ultimate mm. rebellion to come into this <clears throat> space of like we belong and we're going to come together and we're going to create unity and I think that's really what's going to catapult the collective to like when I see like the work that's happening like even in our conversation together <clears throat> gosh my throat chakra <laughs> <laughs> 
even in our our um our conversation here our conversation that we had a few months ago that was such a beautiful call thank you again mm. so much thank you and it was like, my pleasure yeah and like the spaces that we get to be in like when I just see like what's happening in like real time and I think about the future I'm just like oh my god <laughs> right I'm like really Mm. excited to bring children into this world whereas like before this work like my everything exists you know in duality and like before doing this kind of work like my focus was more on like war and violence and all these bad things which still exist but the opposite exists as well Mm. you know and we kind of need the the dark to feel everything to feel all of it Mm. and yeah I mean yes of course there's things happening in the world that I wished it weren't happening and didn't agree Mm. with but Mm. with all of this work that's happening like even even like the whole divine feminine energetics being like the biggest it's been in the last I don't know how many years but Mm here where I live in America in the seventies, like women could not have their own credit card Mm. and what's happening in in Iran. And like, there's just Mm. so much insanity and and oppression happening with women. And it's just like Mm. seeing the work that we get to do and the spaces we get to be in just makes me very excited for what's to come. And I forget why I I brought this up. But I love that you said that because you were talking about how we were talking about belonging and how mm. for us belonging and being part of, we need to look a certain way or be, be a certain way or we, everything needs to be perfect. And I love that you mentioned that because that also gets to belong and that mm. gets to be part of the reason why we are shining brighter. That gets to be, that gets to be everything, all of this darkness that wants to come to light if mm-hmm. I, I would, I, I would feel more disappointed if we weren't talking about these things or if these things, not that they weren't happening, but that we're able to see them now yeah. that we're able to see them and recognize them and be like, Oh shit, this is happening. This is real. It, Cause they're coming to light. And I'm excited about that. If they weren't coming to light, we wouldn't be able to notice them and know that there's something there to to heal and, and, and liberate and, and, and shed light to. Mm-hmm. So it gets to belong for us to do the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And, and another thing that this sentence of I belong here brings to mind in accordance to womanhood is like, again, the whole piece of like making women second or less mm. than, and, mm. um, in my household, my mom, my mom remarried when I was three, and my stepdad is from Pakistan, and his family is is like super religious Muslim. He's not religious; he doesn't follow it. That's actually why he doesn't live there. <laughs> but with his family being a part of my life and my childhood, like I really got that message of like women are second, like mm. do everything for the man, and like when you're 
12 or 11 or whatever age, cover up your whole body because men can't control themselves. And there was really a separation of like what men are allowed to do versus what women are allowed to do. And that exists almost everywhere. <laughs> mm. So when we can come to that place of like, I belong, no matter what my gender identity is, even for people who, who are gay or transgender, like that wounds of I belong, I, I mm. can't comprehend it because I haven't gone through that. But like, I can mm. only imagine mm. who like, I feel that mm. heaviness, <laughs> mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. And I love that you brought this up because I don't remember who we were talking about this with but I kind of feel like I have no idea what like what happens for someone to decide to go through that process but I kind of feel like there's just again this some sort of resistance within and then when you finally find that alignment between who you express yourself to be and who you feel yourself to be and you really find that that alignment then your state of being is much more wealthier and it's much more happier mm. and it's much more liberated. And that's the whole point of like, that's, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Like we want people who are embodied in, in whatever they're feeling and really living in an in integrity with who they feel to be. Because when we align that, that's when we bring the clear channel of everything of love, of wealth, of truth, of God, of everything. And it's like, let us find that alignment in whatever way we want to find it, you know? Like, yeah, let us yeah. be happy people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all have those different paths. And um, I think that's a big piece that I had to learn because in the beginning of my journey when like yoga and breath work really opened me up, there definitely was this part of me that would judge people that wouldn't do yoga you know, because mm. I thought like, this is the only way to be a, a good person if you do yoga and if you're mm. woke. And, you know, it's like such a interesting thing to, to like come into awareness, but then you're still like judging other people who from only from your expect your perspective don't seem like they're aware when you have no idea what's going on in them. So it's like, mm. Mm. <laughs> is this yeah. really... It's really silly being a human. <laughs> it's really silly. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It, especially when you're in like getting into spirituality and the conscious world and being woke. Yeah. And it's like, you just like start experiencing like a parallel reality. Mm. It's like the humans who are not and the humans who are. And it's just this parallel reality. And it's just... It's hilarious because even within this community, you judge someone. Yeah. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I it's know. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but we have to be able to laugh at it. We have yeah. to be able to laugh at it. Yeah. 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 We have to stop making everything so serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And have that childlike mind. Like the, mm. like with earlier, how you mentioned you have, you spent time around children this weekend children honestly are like the best teachers for me they've been like the best teachers I used to work in a daycare and it's just so magical to see how present they are how they don't have a filter they'll just say what's on their mind they'll tell you like you have pimples all over your face like they'll just say the truth 
<laughs> totally. Totally. I, I was, was like, yeah. uh-huh, go ahead. <laughs> I was changing in my room and one of the boys came up and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to change. And I put my clothes on the bed and he was mm-hmm. like, are you going to change to this? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, but that's not even pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> so funny. Right. Yeah. They're the it's biggest. So interesting. Teachers, yeah. But they're the biggest triggers. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why they are the biggest teachers, though, because Mm -hmm. then when we get triggered, that's such a huge opportunity for us to dive into that piece of ours. Like, for example, in 2020, when uh, Cardi B's song WAP came out, I thought that song was disgusting. I was so triggered by it. I was so triggered, so offended. I was like, what is she singing about? Macaroni in a pot? Oh, like, <laughs> like I, now I can't eat pasta again. But, and I was just <laughs> so grossed out by it. And, and that was my like opportunity to look into my own sexual trauma and be like, oh, like I have sexual trauma. I didn't know that. Like nothing... Mm. Nothing majorly huge happened to me, but on the emotional side and, and, you Mm. know, the things that I learned from early childhood growing up around the like Muslim morals of like, you only have sex if you're making a baby and that's it. Mm. (laughs) And Mm. even like um, Christianity has always been so huge in communities I've lived in. Like Mm. I've been to church five times in my life, but just being in communities where almost everyone is Christian, like that mm. purity culture still affects you, mm. you know? And yeah. just from that, I had, I had a shame around mm. being a woman, around being sensual, being sexual, because we are that naturally mm. Mm. from, from childhood. I remember exploring my body as a kid and I felt really bad about it. And yeah. <laughs> guilty as charged (laughs) yeah and it's 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 it was very surprising to me that when I dove into the like pleasure work and and sensuality work it was very surprising to me that it also healed my inner child because like Mm. memories would come up like if I would touch my body a certain way I'd be like oh I, I did this before when I was like seven years old and then realizing like I was never a bad girl I just was exploring my body and I enjoyed mm. what I was feeling and that's it mm. that's all that was happening <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah yeah and it takes me back to the repressing and the suppressing and the illusion behind a culture because I also grew up in a very catholic society and culture and I also you know played played with toys when I was very young like I rubbed myself against like a, a, a dog or something I don't remember but it, I, I, dog. <laughs> it was like I felt there was so much like sexual energy wanting to move through mm-hmm. and then and then I, I kind of got into my mind that okay I'm a sexual I am I have like this super sexual drive but then when there wasn't when I started growing up and I started exploring it outside of my toys <laughs> and I started experiencing it like with partners and now with my husband I I feel like it's a natural balance where I'm not 
it's not like I'm craving it all the time. And I let that repression and suppress suppression just like go. And that, and now that energy just flows naturally without that. Oh my God, I need to, mm. I need to, I need to. Cause I had, I had in my mind that, oh crap, I'm like this super sexual being and what am I going to do with it? You know, but it wasn't the case. It's like, we are, we're, we're all sexual. It just depends on how much you suppress it, that you have that craving, that need. And yeah. And it happened a lot in the community too. Like the girls at, at, at 17 or 16, they were doing things that for me, it was like, shame, no, God, <laughs> oh my God. And, and, and I started moving through, through releasing that shame as I started like releasing myself from that culture and experiencing things for myself. That was key. Mm, experiencing yeah. things for myself without the cultural mm. voice over me was yeah. key for me to unplug from the shame and the guilt. And I yeah. feel like that's important in everything, like on Instagram, on the things you read, on the things you feed your mind and your system with, if it makes you feel shameful or or that you're behind or or worried or whatever just unplug from that yeah and connect back to your own experience that will be the best guide for you so true that's why I don't follow certain like celebrities because I'm just like they make me feel bad about myself exactly <laughs> exactly yeah, it's very important too. to have that protection <laughs> yeah I even unfollow like a lot of my a lot of the women I admire and that they were mentors or like, and I tell them, sorry, I can't, I can't with you right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's yeah. some, I feel like I'm left behind on my creations or in my expression yeah. or whatever. So I'm just going to tune mm -hmm. into my own path because my path is amazing and I love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to move with peace in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's important yeah. to have that space for yourself. That's why, mm. like, I've, I've talked about this on my Instagram before. I think I have a post about it of, like, here are some reasons why people could unfollow you. And then I put, like, disclaimer, this is not, like, a marketing post. This is a post mm. of, like, being mindful. Mm. And, like, a, I don't remember all the things I said, but I remember one of the things was, like, you know, we all need to tune into our own voice. And even for me, like, people that I admire, I would catch myself like talking like them or, mm. or showing up like them. And I'm like, uh, uh, this isn't me. Let me like take a step back from her content and come back into my own resonance and show up in my authenticity. Because if we keep imitating, you know, that's not the way to feel confident, to feel embodied, to feel like we belong. Like, I feel like it's, it's amazing how everything we're talking about in this conversation, like all loops back into each other. It's like, mm. it all weaves into each other. It's like, I feel like we're going in these beautiful spirals as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Cause it all, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. 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 I, I have some um, questions that I ask. Yeah every one of my guests towards the end Ooh. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm interested to see like what this will spark up because sometimes mm -hmm. these are like great conversation starters so the first question is mm. what does self-love mean to you <clears throat> mm. self-love self-love to me 
means respect. Respect for respect for whatever is happening mm. in the moment, whatever you're moving through, whatever you're feeling. I feel like there's an self-love is respecting that, respecting that everything is valid, that it all gets to belong, that it's all part of the process, that everything is it's like the respect of whatever is moving through you into and to be compassionately and lovingly allowing of that truth to move through and then take care of your 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 space and your energy and your being in accordance to that respect mm. beautifully said <laughs> and as i asked you that question i was like in my mind i'm like put self-love in a box <laughs> <laughs> define what it is even though it's everything <laughs> right right mm. so the next mm. question is um what makes you feel the most grounded Ooh, singing Ooh. Mm. i love that yeah yeah i have my shruti box and i and i i love mm. tuning into my own voice before i either do podcast or, or courses or anything where I'm going to just express or share or something there, there's just something I feel like grounding for me. It's not just tuning into the core of who I am, but also creating space and allowing that divinity and that, mm. that truth of who I am to come through. Cause that's like what takes me home. So yeah. I feel like singing is like the receiving of that essence, receiving Absolutely. it and expressing it. So singing. I love that. Mm. I hope to one day feel that about singing because one of the reasons why I'm called self-expressed babe is because I've been on a journey with my voice, with expressing mm. myself and like singing for other people to hear that is not my mm -hmm. husband, my brother or my sister. <laughs> does not make me feel grounded at all <laughs> that's all right that's all yeah. love respect that respect yeah that in this moment exactly yeah. respect yeah yeah i've even been to karaoke where like i'm like oh i'm gonna go out of my comfort zone mm. and i feel like i'm singing but no one can hear me because i'm so mm. like shy about my voice so I'm like in my mind I feels you know it's out of my comfort zone I'm like all right I celebrate mm. that like no one heard me but I showed up I had the microphone yeah. moving my mouth <laughs> yeah yeah baby steps that's okay yeah 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 <laughs> at least you try yeah true yeah. did you always have that grounding with singing or is that something that you had to learn yeah no yeah. I always I always that's since good. I was little I used to just play tapes and sit in my bed and just sing. And I always, oh, that's so yeah, it always brought to me. Yeah. 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 Mm. That's awesome. Mm. And then my favorite question. <laughs> what is your favorite part about being a woman? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. Um, I love I love the variety in which I get to express myself as a woman. Like I love the possibility 
to play around with makeup and clothes and the way I can move my body. Like there's no shame in the game, you know, like, yeah, just try it all on. I love that ability and that possibility to, to merge and transform and shift and that like you get to be everything. I love the possibility of expressing myself in many ways and everything gets to be and be received and, and, and it's just so fucking sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I never realized that until you said that, that like men don't get that same variety. Like if a man wants to wear a dress to work, everyone's going to be like, um, Mm, mm. you okay like they make it mean something Mm. when it's just it's just fabric (laughs) Mm. just fabric (laughs) yeah it's very interesting what we like make things meet again goes back to why like being a human is so silly and hilarious (laughs) yeah yeah it really is yeah but I love that we evolved and that we were able to heal that and allow and created the possibility for us to be able to wear pants and be able to dress however we want and be like that's cool yeah that's cool yeah 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 and still be sexy as fuck yeah (laughs) wow no it's like I feel like we're gonna lead a masculine awakening Mm. this whole wave of of like femininity feminism and feminine awakening I feel like will be a, a great like mother for oh my god I have tingles ah! <laughs> yes yes you're calling it in that makes me so excited mm. yeah because like men don't get that same variety and like expressing mm. themselves like mm. it's not um really welcomed for a man to call his best friend crying his eyes out because his girlfriend broke up with him like they're taught to hold everything in and they need that they need that surrender that allowing all the things that we've been talking about in this call what Mm. What? Mm. and and we also get to have this conversation where it's chaotic but it all leads to the same center of love and belonging because we have that ability to be all over the place, but be centered at the core mm. of heart. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, oh, I, oh, love, I love it. it. Oh, no. I love it. I could keep mm. talking to you forever. I could and keep we- talking. <laughs> yes. And we and we will once I stop the recording, but to yes. close out the mm. the podcast space. Mm where can people listening find out more about you find out how to work with you and all of those magical things Mm, I love that thank you for that opportunity you can follow me on my Instagram I am super active on my Instagram it's at I am Beatriz Soto Um, I you will find everything there on my link in bio bio I never know how to say that (laughs) but in the link you'll find my web page I have all the information there on how to work with me but I would love for you, if you want to reach out to me, send me a DM because I, I want us to talk. I want us to feel each other. So just hit me up on my IG and, <laughs> and let's talk. I, I don't, I, 
I don't mind like lurkers, like lurking, lurking behind the scenes, but let's talk. I like, I like that connection. So yeah. just send me a DM. Yeah. That's the yeah. best way. Mm. Cool. So the link yes. to Beatrice's Instagram will be in the show notes. I'm like, what is that called? Show notes <laughs> or the caption. If you're watching on YouTube, they're yes. in the caption below. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to this episode of openly spoken i know that there's an abundance of content online so i really appreciate you giving me your ears today if this episode shifted something for you please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe and that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.